0: Episode of Driven Minds. This is Your host Franz Bowman. The guy Travis Weeks. Got another dope, super special guest in the building today. The Treese Deshawn. Everybody.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. No one calls me that. Oh, what do they call you? Letty. Letty.
0: All right. So that I was will the, the formal That's introduction. My whole name. Word. I mean, she so. hit essence. You know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Word. That was the wild government name. <laughs> exactly.
2: She like, ew, ew. like, ew. Like like, exactly. <laughs> Don't Ran give down on all you that. like Sally Mae. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> all right. So Latrice, or pardon me, Letty. It's OK. Um, is the founder of Who Did You Meet? Uh, networking event. Um, she's also the uh, social media specialist and content contributor for Blame Ebro in um, Hugheshepard.com. And uh, most recently, yes. the uh, operational website manager, for DaySummit.com. Yes, Scott, yes shout sir. out to Scott
1: Morris.
0: Shout out to Scott Morris, which is fly. Shout so, bro, Letty, uh, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, you know where you from um, okay. You don't know shame. You don't know shame. I'm 26. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm from the
1: Bronx. Born and raised, um, I used to be a dancer till so mm. I got to college. Nice, and, like a professional dancer. Yeah, I used to dance ballet and point um from oh, wow. three to nineteen. Okay, and then I did like ballet, a uh, modern, and tap, and hip hop in between. Okay, um, it's like so Alvin did, like, Ailey kind of. Yeah, I took classes at Ailey and stuff like that. That's fly. Um, but that's what I wanted to do. In my mind, I was supposed to be Janet Jackson's backup dancer. <laughs> that was my dream. There's still pointe. time. She's still out there. I, she had a baby, and I'm very confused because she's like fifty.
0: I she don't know. It, she, she does. Is, she does a lot of stuff at, at an older exactly. age, and she know, be killing right. you, you know right. what I mean? No, right. she has an impressive abdomen No, but, so as <laughs> old as she is, you are one hundred percent. I think the right Jacksons. That. We just got to give them a pass. No, no right. they're <laughs> just different type of humans. One hundred percent.
1: So yeah, I went to to College um, for a year, um, and after that, I started like assisting artists or whatever, um, right. like with their work and stuff that artists usually shouldn't be doing or. Needed help with doing, and mm-hmm. then um, me and my friend Avery, um, two other girls, Janelle and Amanda, put together a media company called Domineer Media Group. Domineer. And it was a yeah, it was an all female media company that we had, and we called ourselves the Doms. and Domineer means to basically take over and just run someone else's shit. Don't I a curse, right? acting curse. Yeah, yeah okay, can. cool. <laughs> so, um we did that and we had that for like three years and we built off that and stuff like that. What and kind we,
0: of uh, content did you guys produce? Oh,
1: we con- oh, we did like media um, coverage for everybody. So, we would cover like red carpets, um, social events, music events, um, Ohana and E7's oh. events we covered nice. and stuff like that. Um, and then that's actually how I got into the Ebro thing because I was stalking him Chuh. on social media. <laughs> I was like, I need a job. Word. So, um, Gia Peppers hit me up. I had, She responded to one of my DMs I sent him. Mm-hmm. And um, she was saying that they looked, they was looking for social media, so that's how I got my way into that. Okay. Um, so and I've just been working from there.
0: That's fly. Yeah. Nice. So uh, tell us a little bit about you know your responsibilities. I guess um, you know before we get to what you're creatively mm-hmm. doing now, some of your uh, responsibilities as a uh, social media specialist. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of um, <clears throat> what entails in that role?
1: Um, knowing what the brand wants know what's the brand's mission as a brand um what audience that they attract and what audience they want to attract what's mm. their preference what's their diagram dy- dy- um diagraphic or whatever the case may be what's their age group with age takes a huge part in social media because everyone from one to 90 years old is on social media mm. and that's surprising but like my grandmother's on social media True. why like. she has an hp touchscreen. she's eighty-seven. Beyond me, but she's on social media because she watches Love and Hip Hop and shit. So she wants to right. know what she wants to know what's happening. So it's That's like crazy. those type of people. Grandma in the, the comments, yeah. Like she's <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> did you see this? You're like, I'll just be like, so things like uh-huh. that. I take account count um, right. up, and then because I I'm a high ninety seven head, you know, me knowing and listening to the morning show every morning. That that helped me already to know who I was looking for. Just people like me who listen to music all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and with QShepherd.com, that was just a website that uh, my friend built, and he's his target as underground artists and trying to make the focus on them so um, when we do social media for that our focus is trying to get people who are underground artists to follow that social media people who are fans of them trying to get them to follow that social media to follow what they're doing um in situations like that and um with day summit i basically just run all the bloggers and content that's on the website um getting people event coverages, interviews videos and stuff like
2: that Oh, okay, How important would you say uh, social media is for a brand, an artist, a company coming up And um, how important it is for somebody to hire, for them to hire somebody like you or mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. To come in and run that f- facet of a company um,
1: It depends on, uh, um, I realize some people don't have any knowledge on social media and what it entails That's true. Um, I had a, a meeting yesterday with Day Summit and we were, I had to explain to them how important Twitter is when you have a website um, people think because you have a website, you know, you can have Instagram and Facebook, but people don't also don't realize that when you have a website and you have Twitter, Twitter is a quick link. You can click on the link on Twitter and. Then boom Automatically 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 on the website Or if you're a person Who is a Twitter person And usually people Who are on Twitter Are really big on websites They sit there And and, and go on websites all day So when you see A complex link come up And they have the footage Of Kanye West I get stupid Just ten minutes ago And it's the video Connected to the video link Connected to a title That is bringing in The audience To want to actually click it Mm -hmm. That's what's getting you your likes, your your um your likes to come up, your clicks to come up. That's what that Ooh. all that entails. So when in social media is big on Twitter because everything can happen on Twitter at a concert and someone's gonna record it. Mm, someone's gonna record it and and send it to ballers or the shade room. Like you right, can send right. these things to these people and they can post it up for you and send you a check. Like, just because you got the footage first because no nobody uh, from their particular okay. team was there. So you could,
2: like, get this footage and actually directly and send, send, these it, to, yeah, send you, it to media companies and they'll pay you for you that. They'll
1: pay you for it because then they can be in, like, Messy. a, a shave Room exclusive or a Brothers uh, Report exclusive and they can actually just cut you a check real quick and be like, here you go. Okay. okay. So have you
0: always um, done this privately? Like, a, as a third person because like had you experienced that before oh i
1: haven't no my people who do social media has experienced that or i've been somewhere with someone and i told them oh just send that to somebody or here's the email for them just send it right and because they didn't know what they can do with the footage and we was at sobs um 197 sobs and meek mill just randomly came out of the vip room like he tried to sneak out we was like "Er, get that footage (laughs) get that footage of him say let him say what up he was singing casanova song so we got that type of footage and we tried and we sent that to street room. So like things like that would happen but it's just really random. We gotta be at the right place at the right time. For That's funny. Right, gotcha,
2: gotcha. Well how how like close to you are? Like it's like do you um. I was thinking about the other day, I was like, It's crazy. Now we're in a time period where it's like we are not even we can't even enjoy yourself without somebody pulling no, out their phone and, and, and capturing it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's we, not even a
1: private moment.
2: Exactly. Y'all was playing. We was playing beer pong the other day at my homie' crib. It was a great time. Like we was just having fun. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you know, just being fun, stupid shit. And um, I remember the <clears> time we was laughing a lot. I remember just seeing everybody go on their phone to record everybody. And I'm like, Yo, why did we mm-hmm. get to that point where now we have to capture the moment? It's like, did it really happen? Mm-hmm. If you like, are you not enjoying yourself if you capture make- it?
1: That's true, because I think that also comes with our age group. Mm. So we don't really feel like we have to capture it, because when we were 16 and 17, we could not capture everything. That's when true. we were in high school, we didn't capture the fight that just broke down. Like We didn't capture that fight in the same Right, place. that's true. We that's couldn't true. do that. Or oh, she just got her ass cut at the fucking cafeteria. I couldn't record that yeah. as much as I could have, because Lord knows. I would've been that student To do shit like that So just so I can laugh later but like, Yo, You, you mean, mean, can't just be, be recording No i like Yo this shit was <laughs> so so If
2: this I'm, shit was like How it was when we were in it, it been a wrap yeah, So yeah. I feel
1: like Because we didn't grow up in that It's not important to us Right It's right. not important for us To be at a gathering Where our friends and we We're all almost fucking 30 And we all pulling out our phones Like we're 12 year olds Like that's not important to us We just would have enjoy The moment as adults right, So right. but also I feel like The other hand of that is Wanted to remember what happened or having the luxury of saying, oh, shit, you remember this? Or actually saving your whole feed on Snapchat mm-hmm. and watching it a week later. Like, oh, shit, I had mad fun. Mm. like, Or showing somebody like, oh, you wasn't there? Just watch my Snapchat feed. Right. you literally see the whole fucking event for a whole two hours mm, so without true. knowing or using Snapchat to even promote uh, an event that you have because you can have geo filters for $5 right. for two hours so it's like things like that people want to catch you in the moment it helps with brands you're having an event you should have a geo filter why? because everyone's going to be on Snapchat mm-hmm. you don't, might not want no one to be on Snapchat because you weren't going to pay attention but the reality is everyone's going to be on Snapchat true. so Absolutely. you have to cater to that in some type of way where you don't feel like shit I'm losing out but shit they're going to take pictures at least my logo is going to be on there so right, right. It, you know you have to play with it, even though we're old and not old, but we're not in that type of generation where it's important. Right,
2: right. True. Well, do you feel like a, um, do you feel like a brand or can can survive without the social media component? No. You feel like it's past that. It's now? past
1: that. You have to have social media because mm. everyone is on their phone. Who on the train have you not seen on their phone?
2: That's true.
1: Everybody, you need ads. They say need- they
2: say the uh, millennial now goes on their phone. Yo, they said An astronomical number Which I don't necessarily believe But they said like 150 times a day I don't But I'm thinking like you're These old, kids probably Do be going on their phone 150 times a day You know what, really? what I mean Just refreshing that's what, shit That's what they said Yo, 150 times just refreshing shit yeah. and,
1: I, and then nothing popping up Like, yeah. Yeah. that's crazy But not everyone's on their phone And I don't care What age you are You're well, on your phone Old people have iPhones Old me, people
0: I wanted to ask How is it Um, You know The nature of your work Is uh, social media Is new And mm-hmm. Um, I guess fresh up and coming. How is it, uh, the, working that angle at a legacy brand like Hot mm-hmm. ninety seven? You know?
1: So, I technically don't work at Hot ninety seven. Mm-hmm. I work for Blame Ebro, which is Ebro's personal brand. Okay. Um, separate from Apple Music, where he does at Apple and where he does at Hot. Right. Um, so this was a brand that he created himself to promote himself okay. to be you know separate. Um.
0: Well, how um, is it? How is it working with no, somebody that? Yes from from that mode because Ebro's a a a, a bit Mm -hmm. his generation is maybe a bit like two generations Mm removed from our youth yeah so like how is it (laughs) yeah
1: um but no it's true it's a lot of pressure um i try to not second guess myself because i can doubt myself a lot Mm -hmm. so i always have to tell myself just do what you know and not really Be afraid to catch or someone send you an email like oh, don't do that Mm -hmm. or change this change that even if I do get those It's okay because it's just constructive criticism So at the end of the day, but I always in the back of my head like every morning I wake up at six just to do social media for them. So it's like I even though I know I do that like sometimes I feel like I don't do enough for them But it's Mm -hmm. just like, you know, there's two people that work social media So I always like make sure I'm at an event and I can cover it or every month I'm like, who's next live to cover that but even writing a who's next live post, I feel like I have certain pressure because of what that, what type of event that is and mm. how big that event is every single month, and the fact that it is at SOB's. the fact that it's always a big DJ every month, if it's not Juanito, if it's um and Coulter hosting, or if it's Scotty Beam actually on stage, like those type of things, I always have to keep in mind that people read these things and want to see it on the what, site.
0: What tone are you are you writing? I write it it? Are you, a you a writing? Male tone? In. I'm writing okay. through a male tone. I'm mm. writing
1: through a sarcastic tone. I'm writing through an asshole tone. Like um, it's
2: by design. Uh, to by,
1: through a man's point of view. So blame uh-huh. evil brand is through a man's point of view. They make mm. sure we as in a bunch of as many females work in that team. We all talk through a male point of view. Any article Yo, that that's you read on, the, right. on there is through a male's point of view. It's not through a female. So how do you
2: guys do that? Do you guys look at it? Like, what would Ebro say?
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> you guys look like, at What would Ebro say? <laughs> or being a person. Me, I hang around males. So got you, got you. I kind of throw that in there to see what a, a guy's point of view. Or I'll ask, like, let me ask you a question real quick. Like, What would you think about X, Y, and Z? Right. And then I would just contribute that in there. But I had to get used to writing in a male's point of view because my titles... My caption titles for the post would be very feminine, or you could tell that's not a male. That didn't say that, like gotcha. that's not something a male would say. So things like that, I had to get used to because you write what you know. So I had to like get used to writing through a male's point of view, which is very interesting.
0: Got gotcha. you. it's okay. <laughs> um, so tell me about um, who did you meet?
1: Okay, who did you meet is a net run event that I started in September. So, I'm not a, the hugest fan of people um, <laughs> or hanging out with That's
2: people. That's honest. it um, can relate to um, that a little bit. But still, you have to be. Yeah, honest. I have to be. Um, right, right. I'm you. not
1: the one to initiate conversation. I'm not the one to... I'm the one in a group of my friends that won't speak. Um, the one you should introduce me because I don't really give a shit to introduce myself today. Like, I'm one of those people. So, and I also catch myself that people always ask me for stuff they right. ask me to connect them with people. Oh, jeez, I need this. You know who I can link up with? I need a graphic designer. I need a publicist. I need a videographer. I need this. I need that. And I'm like, I need y'all to leave me alone. <laughs> so what we're going to do <laughs> is we're just going to create an event when everybody gets a wristband that looks like one of these and they're all quality coordinated you get a chart when you walk in the door to say who you want to meet or whatever the case may be if you're looking for a graphic artist you need to know that you need to find someone with a red wristband so no one's walking around confused and lost Flat, what I noticed like about networking events is that everyone goes with a clique they go with their friends and hang out with their friends what was the point Yeah, you know, right. I didn't network I just hung out with each other and just was talking shit like, yeah. that's all you did And drunk Like, that's it So, yeah, yeah, yeah. this was hey, a don't be talking a, down to drunk Yeah <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Like, so yeah. I feel like This was a way to get people To be like, oh, you do this You do that And have my host Engage people and play games To get people to mingle And play icebreaker games For us as adults nice. To just mingle with each other So,
2: like It, it like, automatically Like, kind of breaks the ice Because oh, there's always that like, You know, networking mm-hmm. is, like Super key when it comes to, like <laughs> Um, and people
1: don't know how to network
2: that's very true people you're don't anymore. know what
1: to say people don't know how to approach people people, people are very nervous mm-hmm. in
2: that in that environment or they
1: might know what a certain person does it might be a little intimidated and don't know how to come off to them because they want to get rejected like people hate rejection at the end of the day Definitely so it's like how do you break the ice we play games right. so that gets everyone to get a little tipsy and you're a, a little loose yeah you a put loose. the guard down exactly you're not you're not full of bone in work mode completely Absolutely. so it's like You're a little tipsy, but you're enough to talk about what you do for a living. Mm -hmm. So, that was, like, the whole purpose of who did you meet. That's dope. I always feel
2: like the problem with networking events, um, even when we throw hours, it's it's that that initial barrier, right? Mm -hmm. Like, getting everybody to just, you know take a step back and a little loose speak to each other mm-hmm. like that that icebreaker so don't
1: speak to people you know already right like, again I feel like with events that I go to I always see the same group of people it's like the same group of people I, I know for a fact that we're always going to see each other yeah, but I'm yeah, not at yeah. a networking event we don't need to speak.
0: Because i seen you. Yeah.
1: We two, already know two, what we Two, two days to ago. Like, yeah, I know yeah. what you did because we both had cameras in our hands. So it was like, we don't really need to speak <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> I, I need to speak to out. the person that I did not speak to that you that was with you and you didn't introduce me or I didn't introduce myself. Like, it's like that type of situation. That And when I'm at events, I notice that we all hang out with each other. Like, we don't talk to anybody else at the event. Like, yeah. I was at an event at, um I covered a mystical show mm-hmm. in Juvenile for Lifted Lights. And I noticed that everyone that we all knew each other was right there with our cameras. Even if you didn't have a camera, you we were just on stage with us. We all hung out together and, and partied on stage. Mm. We, didn't, we didn't mingle with nobody else. We didn't hang out with no, we just like, we all came on stage and, like at, like a, a magnet. Other. It was just like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. and we was just with each other the whole night. And it was like, we didn't mingle with nobody else. We didn't talk to nobody else. So like things like that, I, I look at. So mm-hmm. I was noticing that like, damn, I ain't mean nobody. The only person I wanted to see was Mr. C because I was tweeting him all day. Like, I'm going to see you tonight. <laughs> I'm excited. How about you? But that
2: was it. True, true. For somebody who doesn't like,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I thought okay, that. I feel that like was you. You
2: seem like a very good net. Like you, if you want to meet somebody and make something happy, you mm-hmm. seem like you get the job done. No, so what is that? Like you just overcome I whatever insecurity my mom. or. Shout out
1: to mommy. I guess to, shout mommy out to my mother, she because my mom knows who I am. Like, I'm a twin, so because oh, right. I'm a twin. Um, me and my twin are total opposites. Like, mm-hmm. we are night and day, literally. So, mm-hmm. because she is this way, people tend to think that I will be the same way. Mm-hmm. Or, when people meet me first, they think she's gonna be a certain way. And when they look at us, they're like, oh shit, like, y'all are, like two, op- two opposite people. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not hang out with Latrice. I'd rather hang out with her sister. Like, mm-hmm. that's usually the outcome of that. Mm-hmm. So, mm, my mom always taught me, like, yeah, you're inside show, you don't want to talk to people, but you get no work done, you, that, you do that well. So because you don't like people, despite that, still do what you have to do regardless. You can sit there and fake a smile and don't really have to talk to them because your work is done. I don't talk to you forever. like Unless you hire me again. I don't really have to talk to you anymore. So just get the work done at the end of the day and then keep your attitude to a, to a minimum. And it's called controlling it. I have to control my attitude or control my personality like my sisters would say. Mm-hmm. Like you got to control your personality. If you might not like people but you're sitting in a meeting, you better act like you like them. Mm-hmm. You need a presentation, you better act like you want to give this fucking presentation even though I don't want to. I don't want to sit there with a pamphlet that I made for you guys and even though you're still going to ask me a thousand questions small even yeah. though this pamphlet i gave you and the orientation about it is very detailed mm. that Yo, very that's what's up that's honest like mm-hmm.
0: people never really discuss that like a lot of people feel a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. or or they they might have different dispositions that they're not comfortable expressing mm-hmm. themselves to um other individuals mm-hmm. and it sounds like you started out that way but no
1: I'm, I'm very honest but
0: at the at the same time you know you've developed that skill mm-hmm. and so is that another reason why you started um, who do you meet kind of to help people develop those skills Those
1: skills to talk to people or being able to use the games that we use to be like, oh, okay, that's how I talk to someone. That's how I ask a person what they do, or that's how I ask a person for their services mm. or people don't know how to ask people for their services. Like you can't walk to a videographer like, yo, I need you for a video. What's your rates? They gonna look at you like, what type of video? What, how many? What's the duration of yeah, the video? What exactly are you looking for? What's the treatment? Do you have a treatment? Like, so it's all that those questions that need to be answered or asked, and you don't have them because you're just asking for something, yo, and you don't really know what you're doing. I like that.
0: I like I like the I like the idea of individuals being able to work on their people skills mm-hmm. and, and at the same time learn you know just the discourse of business because mm-hmm. a lot of the times you know that's a that's a complaint creatives or just professionals mm-hmm. always have like. You know, somebody will ask him like, Like you said, like what's the rate? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I, you know, do you want to kind of get to to know know me? You have no clue who I am. What my style of work Mm -hmm. is, or what have you? What's my resume?
1: Like I can sit here and tell you five hundred for a whole video, and my videos are shitty. mm -hmm. Like you don't know that. mm -hmm. Why? Because you didn't do your research, or you didn't ask the correct questions that you needed to ask. Uh, But I also worked in customer service, so like I've been a server before. I've served people. Like I know how that is to address a person off the fact that I needed you. Want to? I'm feeding you at the end of the day. So like you get your food from me. So when you work in the customer service aspect you know how to approach someone off back you know how to say hi how are you today my name is such and such I'll be helping you so that helped me have a whole another demeanor where people don't really know that I'm an asshole and that they're like oh my god you you this is how you are like and so when people meet me outside of work or outside of like me being myself they're like oh shit you're really not they, they the person I thought she was like you're really not the person I thought she was and I'm like yeah I really don't like people I was just doing my job at the end of the day and that's why I always got management positions because at the end of the day I'm just gonna get the work done I don't me a cust- I would never go back and forth with a customer why? it's pointless customers this,
0: this, always right
1: customers always right when they're always fucking wrong yeah. so at the end of the day this, this is what I can do for you if you don't
2: find a
0: solution
1: then it's like i don't really know what to i don't know what to say yeah it's that type of i want to jump
0: back um real quick so you you've covered events and you also a writer what are um some of the most exciting or rewarding events that you've been to to, um
1: my recent one was with juvenile and um juvie and mystical and um dj mr c spinning and him me being on stage with him and me like we were talking on twitter so that was like big for me um when I covered High 97 for the first time, when um, Domino Media, we got um, press tickets for Summer Jam, and we did the parking lot. Um, we did like this whole parking lot. ask the people like what they want to see, who they want to see. That was a lot of fun because people are crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: if you ever been to a Summer Jam, if you ever been to a parking lot, like that's another event within itself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, separate from this, the um, summer stage and separate from the main stage, like. The whole parking lot is its own thing. It's the whole... Mm. The fact that people are blasting music out their cars. The whole Jamaicans got their whole fucking grills out. And they're fucking selling food. People are buying fucking pineapples full of alcohol because they don't want to spend $30 in the venue to yeah, spend on alcohol. Yeah. Like, people are selling $5 burgers because they don't want to spend $12 in there. So things like that, you got to ask... Fucking chef. So oh, what you doing out here? What's on the menu? Like that was fun because people right. came out there to only be in the parking lot to sell food and to listen to the music because that's how loud it is.
0: What what kind of, so where does this passion come from for the culture? Like where where was the moment or how how was it that you grew up that you're like yo this is what I want to do. I want to immerse myself mm-hmm. in in this music culture, in this hip hop culture, and um, also you know eat from it.
1: I would say it will come from dancing. Um, And my older sister Nakia, I'm I'm the youngest of, me and my 20 is the youngest of five. And my second older sister was very much a music head. Like she would, she was the person that taught me that you have to buy CDs. Like you have to support an artist and buy their CD. Hmm. My sister had a 900 CD collection. Like she had a whole like bookcase full of just CDs, alphabetical order. Hmm. Like I can go to her house and her sound system. And actually the apartment I live in now, she used to live upstairs. And I just remember when I was younger, going to house in Harlem on purpose after my dance class just so I can listen to her sound systems like, oh, I'm about to listen to X, Y, and Z today. And she had like the throwback um, CD changer where it was like a 100-disc CD, and it would tell you what CD was in it. Like, I would just be in there getting crazy, and people would like knock on the door like, oh, I gotta turn the music down. So like, uh-huh. me listening to music and shit like that, younger, or listening to Busta Rhymes at like six, and listen to the whole album, and me getting in trouble by my mother like, what the fuck? Are you listening to? Or getting in trouble for watching Big Pippin because they had the titties out? Or getting in trouble. <laughs> oh, for you watching had the her. uncut video. Yeah, like nice. or watching the uncut l- yeah. video. Oh. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching every. Oh, like watching the next episode with Dr. Dre and they in the strip club. The first time you ever watching the strip club and them bitches got their titties out and it's yeah. blurring. I'm like, yo, mom, why, why they blurring stuff out? Like, was something? <laughs> she's like, oh, it's time to turn that <laughs> off. <old." laughs> that shit old. Um, so that's what mine. I also used to collect magazines growing up. So like, mm. I have every Vibe, the Source, the Double XL complex when it first came out in the early 2000s from like 98 to 2009 Mm. when actually digital i shouldn't say digital when actual magazines were something when when a magazine was this thick and not fucking twenty pages now. When a right. magazine was what you look forward to seeing to know what interviews were coming out because they weren't doing interviews on TV like that. Right. So that's how I got to know who Elliot Wilson was like the back of my hand right. because he was Vibe's editor. So I knew who his wife was because they worked. They worked for the source and the Vibe. How you you and your you and your companion, your wife and your husband, work with for major magazine companies y'all both editors and they were
2: major editors too. major
1: editors like for the vibe and the source that's who i knew who they were mm-hmm. that's who when, when i were doing diamond media and elliot wilson contacted us like that was like a big deal for me i was like oh shit where the two of the four of us didn't um me and my friend and two other girls had no clue who he was and i was just like girl you don't know who like i need you to do your research you like, this to. is what we do type i know you was reconsidering was that relationship, like, relationship like, like, media. Do you, mean? <laughs> you don't know who that is so like i grew up Reading on artists. I grew up knowing what a format is when you do an interview or when mm. you do a transcribing interview What the format is supposed to look like what type of questions you're supposed to ask what? Um, when you do like I did an interview for my friend Chrissy who writes books when I did the format on Q website. I took um ins- I took quotes from her books to make it look like it was a magazine form with the photos that I took at her event so, right. things like that are important to me. Formats are important to me on a website. Formats support me even on paper. Everything's mm. in a format. Like, mm. everything has to look a certain way. And I feel like because maybe that was the 90s, people don't really care for that anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I'm working for your website or if I'm doing something, everything I'll be structured. Everybody, everything I look the same because people look at that. I'm like, oh shit, I know this is going to look like when I see a Latrice interview. Right. Even when I write, I'm not Letty. It's Latrice Deshaun because I'm writing something. Mm. This isn't me just being me on Twitter or Instagram. No, this is my knowledge and my insight on whatever I am writing about. So I use Lucissa Sean for that so people know like this is this and this, you know, when it's letting, you know. Mm. Not saying I'm bullshit, but I'm bullshitting type of shit. <laughs> yeah. But, you know.
2: Question, but since you grew up in the game like that, This is a question I um I gotta ask, how do you feel about the game then? Especially um The part media played into Mm -hmm. played into it since you were familiar with all the major magazines, Mm -hmm. Vibe, Double X. Compared to the game now Mm -hmm. with these new influx of artists, the difference of the artists, new dis new ways of how artists distribute Mm -hmm. music. How do you feel about that?
1: I think it's. I rather it be like the old days, to be honest with you. I'd I rather agree. pick up a magazine. Like I'd rather go to the store and buy a four ninety five magazine. Like even though now it might be eight bucks, mm. but I want. I rather buy a magazine. Like I don't care to look on my phone to see it. I I value the fact that someone wrote that. So type of situation. I do value that we can get music quicker enough. I like the fact that I was up at two o'clock in the morning and Beyonce album dropped and I was on it and I can buy it right then and there. Yeah. I like that we can do that. Um, but as far as things being quick, like I'm not like I'm not in a rush for nothing. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't need your stuff to come out and I'm on it like I don't need that um, with. I do like is when I'm on the Internet and if I wasn't there, I could see it right there and there. Like yeah. when Kanye was acting crazy, I seen that shit in 2.5 seconds because a girl did it on Snapchat and then put it on Twitter and it went viral. Or so like she put a whole Snapchat feed of him acting crazy or and it was her typing to her friend on Snapchat like this is what happened. The friend snaps, um, screenshotted it and it went viral. Yeah. And it was like a play for play of what Kanye was doing. Like yeah. him tying his shoe, him only doing two songs, him going on a rant for 10 minutes about Kanye, him going on a rant about Beyonce, him going on a rant about Hope, like all of that happened. I'm like shit. 15 years ago We couldn't do that shit We would have Word, to wait have to For the next XL Or on the new Or hopefully yeah, The news were covering And it would be a
2: big ass story And, and it would be a huge it's like story like with social media It's kind of like It made Things all of These are not big us, stories Right It made it's all of us like, Part of media at that mm-hmm. point, you know? I feel
1: like um, I was watching um, What's his name The Late Show She did an interview With Tommy
2: Trevor Norwood Yeah Tommy Lauren yeah. Yeah. You seen that I Yeah I she's her. off the hook I man. can't stand her I mean I get it But I get it too well, you get her? I can't stand her. I can't stand her. Yeah, yeah what I mean, I get her. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Get her like, I can't oh. stand her. I, she must come from that, you know... Yeah, like, yo, she's 23 she's raised, years old, she's right? She's from
0: South Dakota. She's been conditioned. She's exactly. been conditioned, like... with Like, my... I'm, I'm of the mind that... If, um... I'm of the mind that if... If I don't know anything about a subject... Mm-hmm. Um... I don't speak on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't give you an honest I can't give you an honest opinion of this music if I've never listened to it. Mm-hmm. That's why I kinda little Yachty made me hot. He's like, Oh Biggie and Pac is overrated. He was bugging for that. super duper bugging.
1: But how old is
0: he? He's like nineteen.
1: But that's I feel but like that's, that's why. Yeah, so he's saying
0: that. She's so Tommy, she doesn't have the experience of Like, I'm pretty sure she's never read the audio biography of Malcolm X. Never. She's never read the Huey P. Newton reader. Like, her, like, you've been to a public school, Mm -hmm. so you know that when they do history, you know what I'm saying, we only get two weeks in February, Mm -hmm. if that, you know what I'm saying. They show you everybody that was, that played ball, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And so her point of view is really going to be like, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. she's going to, See things from outside the spectrum, mm-hmm. as rather as somebody who's like, okay, I read this, I read this, to try to, you know, mm-hmm. and and then on top of that, it's who her audience is like, her audience, she's responsible right now. Her responsibility is to extend that type of thinking to her generation <coughs> mm-hmm. and beyond, because they not all the people that are heavy in that thought process really mm-hmm. are old as fuck. They on their way out of here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the good news. Mm-hmm. You know? But, um, yeah, so I I mean, I get it. I don't... I,
1: I just feel like people shouldn't talk on things that they don't fully really know about. Yeah. And it bothers me the fact that she's so passionate about something that you have no clue about. Like, you talk as if you live this and you breathe this and you don't. I feel like you sit in interviews and people continuously prove you wrong, but you're so stuck in who you are as a person that you don't even realize that you contradict yourself in interviews all the time. But that's
0: fire, though. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because it's like, even 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 when you're wrong, you're right. Mm-hmm. Like, to quote um, Terrence Howard from Get Rich and Not Trying. <laughs> like, You know, because it's how you felt in the moment. You know, and she's only really going off the information that she knows. I think that she's a a real good indicator of just the the level of ignorance that's out there. You know, people really don't know.
1: In media, you need somebody like her. Yeah. You need someone that's gonna shake shit up, just like Trevor told her. Like, you know how many views you get just because of what you say out your mouth, yes. and that's only the reason why you get those views because of what you say out your mouth. See, here's
0: the and thing She probably that. don't even feel like that. She don't, that's and, what I'm saying. She's very. <laughs> like, she's very what that's saying? why he kept
1: telling her that she's mainstream media, and she was like, "No, I'm not." He was like, "Your views are mainstream media. That's Absolutely. what makes you mainstream. It's controversial." You no, know, so. and she was that. She was literally going over her head, and she was just like, "No, she like, didn't get it."
2: He handled that on um, interview. She's actually she supposed hand- to be he on. He handled um,
1: that so well. Breakfast
2: club. Mm-hmm. he was she, she was supposed to be on breakfast club like the day after but mm-hmm. she cancelled it I think because of the backlash mm-hmm. of, that of that interview. but here's the thing I just say something to she sat down with
1: Charlemagne
2: that's what I'm saying I think yeah. Charlemagne would have went when he like, I think he probably would have started off being real uh real cool with her but um he would have got end. he, he would have had to got to the real at the end mm-hmm. but my whole thing like I about to put this on social media today is like um it's like a new war and, and to me it's between um ignorance and and just intelligence. This and is the new world. Oh wait, of this, no, this is what generation. We, this is
0: what humanity has been trying to get to for like the last five hundred years. Mm-hmm. And something that Dr. King alluded to, like talking about judging somebody off the content of their character. You either a dickhead or you
1: not I don't care what race you are at the end of the day at you the know, know what day. I'm saying <laughs> like, and I tell people all the time gonna like, come down to either one of those minorities and black people are the most accepting race we will accept anybody That's before true. someone accepts us we will hire somebody just off their knowledge not the color of their skin before someone will hire us I can say I have the bomb ass fucking resume and she can have a shitty resume but mm. she's right she's getting a job but if it, because it's a white person. Well, interviewing uh, let me
0: even ask you that, in, in, you know, to bring it back into your mm-hmm. profession. Like, have you experienced that, like, in media?
1: No, only when I was dancing. When I was dancing, I was always the only black girl in my ballet in point classes. So that was always a, um, it was never an issue for me because I never had a problem being the only black girl. Because my mom was like, you should be proud of that shit. And I was like, oh, I should be? Cool, running with it. So I always <sighs> was proud to be the only black girl in my ballet. I was in Philly for two summers straight at the University of the Arts, and I used to go there for a whole month just to dance when Mm. I was 16 and 17. And I used to be the only black girl in my ballet and point classes. But it was a whole group of students, and those were like main courses you had to take. But like in my tap classes, in my hip hop classes, like it was like a whole 10 of us, like in there. But none of them else took ballet and and point. That was always weird to me. Like okay, y'all yeah, in the normal classes we're supposed to be taking. Like I always hate uh-huh. hip hop. I would never take a hip hop class ever again in my life. Once I was like seventeen, I. I it's it's really rap. just
0: a lot of like, you know, Rosie yeah, but it's Perez also I'm
1: fucking black. Like I like, what do you, know you want me saying? to do? Like I'm not about to sit here and learn how to do the. I'm not gonna you know what learn how to do that. Like I can do that already. I can sit here and watch Beyonce two days straight and get her whole choreography that's not hard for me like that's Absolutely. what i do i that's how i learn choreography by watching i don't learn by someone literally teaching me an eight count that's not me but in my point class in my ballet class my ass had to, has to pay attention i had to be like what she just like what did she do with her foot like she's her legs up there like how am i supposed to turn in my legs up like it's a bunch of shit that you got to do in that but in media i never had a problem with race because i feel like everybody all of us is all Either Hispanic or black, you got your handful of whites that work in media in our industry. And I this, should say. this
2: type of culture, right? right. Mm-hmm. Question: Um, um, what would you say uh, is for the best advice you could give somebody starting their um starting to either want to person mm-hmm. personally brand themselves on social media, or they want to start a company or their you know whatever their artists on 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 and have a. Uh, digital representation. What what's the best advice you could give them as far as creating content and as far as how they um, how they market themselves through social media? I feel
1: like you have to have a plan. Like you mm. have to have a full blown plan from A to Z. It's no way it's gonna work when you don't have a plan and you need a backup plan as well because something just might not work for you. I feel like you have to know what you want and you cannot doubt that. Like if this is what you want, then go after that. Don't switch up because then I switch up your audience or it gets everybody else confused on what you were doing. And don't back down from anything and do what the fuck you want to do. Don't ever have no one tell you no either. They tell you no, say fuck you, and keep pushing. <laughs> like, don't tell me like, I like, don't tell me no. Right. Don't tell me that I can't do something because now you just give me the ammo to do it, and I'ma violate you afterwards. So and that's it. Don't ever let someone tell me that you cannot do nothing. Like that is my biggest thing, and I think I get that from dance class because because I'm 4'11 and I always was not fat, but in their world I'm not the skinniest person in the world, and they would tell me no for everything. Like I got curved for so many things in auditions because of my height. Mm-hmm. or because of my weight or because i didn't look like everybody else in my like skin tone or whatever right. so ever since like being in that i always had them saying like no one's gonna tell me no like that's just it's not gonna work for me and that would piss me off because I, w- I know i did i know i did great like you told me i did great but then tell me why i couldn't get it because of x y and z and i'm just like mm-hmm. oh, it's not valid enough for me but okay but ever since then i was like oh, no one would ever tell me no
0: so Jeez. when is your uh when when is the next um who did you meet
1: January fifteenth January fifteenth nice. Where's when that at? It is on Eighteenth Street and First Avenue.
0: What's the name of the venue? Uh, Venice.
1: Venice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. New. Nice. I actually didn't know. I walked past it a thousand times. But when you go inside, it's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, I'm so... excited. So it's open bar, champagne menu. Oh, wow. mm, champagne. Okay. So I'm in yeah, there. Yeah. And um, it's, um ten dollars tickets will be on sale soon. Okay. And then it'll be fifteen after that.
2: True. Gotcha. and
1: everybody gets wristbands for free when you walk in the door and has access to the bar
2: dope, dope. this is um the, the second installment third installment second second oh, mm-hmm. nice nice so just going through all throughout the year yeah
1: I also have one coming up with day summit so um okay. day summit's um their summit, I think, is the 28th to the 30th, or huh? mm-hmm. well, the 26th to the 30th. But we're doing a day summit bloggers' bunch. Mm-hmm. So it'll be just old bloggers, bloggers, um, people who do journalism, either through writing or through visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you write, you have a podcast, you are a radio host. All of those type of people are invited. Um, and people who, who need that type of exposure are invited to that.
2: Gotcha.
0: I
1: feel like bloggers and people who do podcasts and radio hosts need to be acknowledged they give out information that people don't usually want to give out.
0: Yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. Especially
1: on podcasts. I feel like with radio, you're limited. Like, you, certain yeah, things yeah, you can't yeah, you say. Gotta go by certain, the people don't know with radio, um, certain things you cannot do. Certain things you can't play. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Everyone follows a roster. The
0: FCC is not yeah, playing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: the only people that has so much leniency is Hot 97 because they're owned by MS and not iHeartRadio. Right, that right, gives iHeartRadio right. and Power 105 the biggest restrictions ever when it comes to what music they play how long they're playing it mm. what um, time slots for DJs like how long can a DJ just do their thing like Hot 97 DJs has so much freedom of doing that more than Power five DJs so oh, like when okay. you're on when you're on a Friday night and you're listening to Hot 97 from 8 to 10 that's because they have that they can do that High, Power five will never have that huge of a time frame of just commercial free DJ just going to him doing anything so, like, things like that play a part in, like, podcasts and radios and stuff like that. And I'm like, with a podcast, you can literally talk your shit. In radio, you cannot do that.
0: Where
2: right. That's going to be dope. So, day something, I definitely... I actually think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm doing a panel for that, too. Me, too. too. I'm so,
1: doing the all-woman boss panel. Right, right,
2: So, you know, shout-out to Scott Morris. And we we'll be looking forward to that. And the uh, um, Who Did You Meet? Yes. Networking yeah. series. Yes, January 15th. So,
0: right. Where can we find you on the social?
1: King Letty underscore L-E-T-T-Y. It's with an I like, eat, eat, and I don't, don't know why. I'm very <laughs> weird to me. I'm Like, I don't even know what that says. Word. Thank you for cool. having me. You guys
2: are cool. Yo, thanks yeah, for it, definitely thanks for, yo, thanks thanks for coming dude. by, spreading that knowledge. Thank that's you. That's a fact. Having a Thank real you. conversation with us.
1: You guys don't get real conversations?
2: I mean, yeah, we do. Oh, you okay. just add it to the collective
1: conversation. Oh, oh, okay. Cool what what's, what's, ha- what's happening? <laughs> Thank you, guys. I
0: appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Stay driven. Y'all stay driven.